One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome back to the Independent Republic of Mike Graham right here on Talk TV. I did say that by the end of this show, I was under the distinct impression that Daniel Abid Khalif. Uh, would be caught by the security services. Uh, they've only got an hour left, so let's hope they get on with it, and let's hope that he is behind bars once again, uh, having escaped from Wandsworth Prison yesterday uh, by clinging onto the underside of a food delivery van. Incredible, but true. Yes, that's right. Uh, apparently things are so lax at Wandsworth Prison uh, that a terror suspect can get a job inside the kitchen, uh, dress up as a chef, get himself down to the um, uh, the road which leads out of the prison, uh, put himself underneath a van, which apparently had some kind of strapping device which he was able to strap himself into, uh, and then drive off. And he's now missing. He's at large. Nobody knows where he is. Extraordinary. Uh, we just heard from Alex Chalk, uh, the Justice Secretary, telling us that uh, all uh, inquiries are being made. Uh, rounding up the usual suspects is underway. Uh, and, of course, there will be a report which he's demanded that he must see before the end of the week. It's Wednesday. You know, it's Thursday. Before the end of the week. Friday. How about tomorrow? Why don't you just say we want the thing tomorrow? For heaven's sake. 0344 499 Rod Little is with us today uh, because it is Thursday, of course. He's written about uh, why COVID is still casting a dreadful shadow uh, over this land. Uh, but Rod, um, very good afternoon to you. I must start off by asking whether you've actually uh, seen uh, any, any sight or, or hair of this uh, Daniel Abid Khalif up your way. I think he's in the larder. Uh, there was a noise coming from the larder earlier on. Yeah. The dog was sniffing around it. I assume it's him. Um, you know, I mean, it could be anyone. It could be the local village idiot, but uh, it could be him. It's a remarkable story, isn't it? It really I is. They, they actually gave the when you're working in the in the in the uh, kitchen at a prison, they actually dress you up as if you were Gordon Ramsay. I don't know. I know did. you get to wear the gear and everything. I love the fact that they yeah. say he was, you know, disguised. Uh, as a, a a kitchen worker. Well, no, he wasn't disguised as a kitchen worker. He actually was dressed as a kitchen, worker, a kitchen worker because he was. But he had those red and white uh, uh, checked trousers on, apparently. Which, yes. Which very posh chefs wear. Yes. <laughs> when I worked in a bakery, my, I preferred the blue and white checks. I don't know whether there's a difference. Where if you're in, if you're in a restaurant, you wear red and white. Yeah, well, that's Millwall versus Croatia, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. But, you know, I don't feel um, that Alex Chalk, the Secretary of State uh, for Justice, actually um, gave us too much hope there when he said that he wants a report first thing by the end of the week. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, and also he's going to find out what it is that possibly could have happened. Well, everybody that's called me this morning, former prison officers and, and current ones, has basically said, well, they haven't got enough staff. They don't train them properly. Nobody really knows what's going on. And they actually apparently lose people uh, on a regular basis inside the prison. They don't know where they are. <laughs> yes, I'm sure that's true. And this is our number two uh, category security prison in Britain. It's the second, second most uh, uh, fast uh, to use the word in its original 
um, uh, uh, incarnation. Uh, so God knows what the other ones are like. Mm. I mean, it's true, mind, that we don't have many escapes from prison. That I always true. assumed that that was because it's so nice. Well, that's what I was going to say because it's quite it's quite cushy. I mean, they've it's got a, they've got their own kitchen for heaven's sake. Yeah, I'm not sure. It, it, one of the things I've said about this this uh, this bloke is that. Uh, he was passing information on to, a, to an enemy power. Yes. We haven't been told who, who is that enemy Well, we power. believe it to be Iran, apparently. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's not Wales. It's not uh, Wales, right. no. Absolutely right, okay. not, no. They, they're absolutely limit up on the information at the moment. They're so busy okay. collecting data on everybody that they haven't got, yes, any, more room, right. uh, haven't right. got any more room in the, in, on the disc, I'm afraid. But, yeah, so there's some suggestion that he might have been aided and abetted. There's a story now that... Um, that there was some kind of strap strapping device underneath the, uh, the yeah. lorry, which would suggest that somebody had put it there for him. Uh, because I presume if somebody had been seen under a lorry attaching straps to it in the prison sort of property, they might have noticed. So presumably somebody helped him. I wouldn't bet on that, me old mate. Well, you know, what's that guy doing underneath the lorry? Oh, he's just fixing the oil. Oh, OK, then. Um, <laughs> yeah, why is he wearing red and white check trousers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that a, is that a play? Also, I had one of the great you know one of the great things about doing this job. A guy actually rang me today who used to deliver cheese to Wandsworth Prison. You know, you couldn't make this stuff up, and they apparently used to like a lot of cheddar there. So um, uh, the fact that this guy has escaped apparently could mean uh, that he might might already be in the clutches of the Iranian embassy. He could indeed. I'm, I'm appalled. They well. I suppose I'm comforted by the fact that they get only cheddar. If if if, if they had brie or Roquefort yeah. or Camembert, I'd, I'd, I'd start getting a bit annoyed. I, I don't mind. They can have a bit of cheddar, can't they? I mean, I suppose so. They can, they can have a bit of cheddar. Yeah, he could well be in the Iranian embassy. That would be uh, that would be a hoot, and that will keep the the government on tenterhooks for the next year or so. Yeah, I mean, it's a quite a curious story because it's not that clear. He doesn't appear to be you know, an incredibly high-level spy. No, the charges no. would suggest that he was a flight risk because that's why they put him in there in yeah. the first place. Um, my other point that I made earlier today was that if he attempts to escape to France, as some have suggested, on a boat, he'll be yeah. rescued by a border force and brought back to Dover because they only go in one direction, don't they? <laughs> yeah, They'll go, no, 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 you're going the wrong yeah. way, mate. <laughs> yeah, he'll find himself on the, uh, on the what's it called, the, the Bibi. Yes, uh, Yes, that's right. Uh, I, I looked up his background. Uh, yeah. He seemed to me more mental than dangerous. Mm. I, I mean, I, obviously, mental people can be dangerous. Well, that's the trouble. I mean, an awful lot of these so-called lone wolf terrorists are a bit off the scale. Yeah. Mostly they spent, yeah. they spent most of the last few years smoking dope and, and looking yeah, at the internet. I, I, but, well, it's, it's, always been a, it's always been an interesting point for me, is, mm. which is whenever a terrorist offence occurs, people, the, 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 the authorities always say it's someone who had... Had mental difficulties, <laughs> but but that kind of, in a sense, de defines people who who bomb people and kill lots of people for their own stupid beliefs, yes. doesn't it? Well, exactly yeah. right. Um, so we'll see. I mean, who knows? In the next half an hour, anything could happen. Uh, maybe they'll catch him, but uh, he's not looking that good at the moment. I but expect to see the first interview on on uh, the Republican Mike well, Ray. Absolutely right. We've we've got all of our uh, all of our agents currently combing the countryside looking for him. Um, yeah, it'll probably turn out he's in the house next door to Wandsworth Prison when they find him. You know, he yes, probably. You know. Yes, yes. Um, but let's talk about your column this morning in the Sun, um, talking about an extra four hundred thousand people still unable to work because of COVID. Now, funnily enough, I was just talking about COVID because it's going round again. You know, I know a few people who have got it, um, 
but nobody is in any way panicking like they used to. But, but you're saying there's loads of people who are still off because of it. Well, no, I'm saying they're still off because of furlough, yeah. which, which I think they probably like. <laughs> the remarkable thing about Britain is, is that alone amongst all the top OECD countries, uh, we are the only country where there hasn't been a move back to work post-COVID. Everywhere else is kind of back to right. to full employment, whereas what, what we've done, we our the numbers of people still on long-term sick are going up every year since COVID. Uh, and there has been an extra 400,000 since COVID uh, that, who, who are now classified as long-term sick. Mm. And perhaps they are long-term sick. Uh, or perhaps it's merely the fact that that rather agreeable furlough scheme uh, rather commended itself to them, and they think, well, I would quite like to continue in that uh, particular yes. matter. Well, I've noticed that, that there's now a lot more people around, certainly in the centre of London, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, than on Monday and on Friday. And there's, a, there's, a, yeah. there's certainly an awful lot of evidence, I would suggest, that, that a lot of big companies have quite happily gone with this you know, blended working, as they call it. And Susan Hall, who, believe it or not, is the Tory candidate for Mayor of London, uh, currently yeah. hoping to stand against Sadiq Khan, has actually come out and said today that she believes that the three-day week is now firmly in place and there's no point in resisting it. Well, no, so it would seem. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the thing about the... Uh about the long-term sick is that it's slightly different. It's they're not coming on Tuesday, Wednesday or no. Thursday. They're just doing nothing right. whatsoever. Right. And, of course, as soon as you point this out, and as soon as you point out the incredible anomaly of Britain being alone in the OECD, business, yes. the charities go berserk. Yeah. And they say, you're, you're, this, is going to, this is going to make disabled people very anxious. Mm. Given that being disabled these days includes the definition of, of feeling anxiety yes. when in the workplace, which is one of my favourite. Yes, I, mean, I, I can't know the Well, yeah, I can't remember any workplace I haven't felt anxious <laughs> in. Yeah, but there we are. Yeah. Um, but this is the thing. You're absolutely right, though, because we had this debate the other day when the government announced it. But of course, in the same by the same breath, they also announced that whatever it was that they were going to do won't happen for several years. Possibly 2025 yeah. might be the first time. Yeah, no, that's happen. right. But that's we had right. loads of calls from people who are um, disabled in one way or another, who are receiving benefit in one way or another, and who said we really would quite like to work, but nobody kind of yeah. helps us to do so. Yeah, no, that's right. I mean, what the government's tried to do is take advantage of this move to working from home by saying, well, actually, some of these people who signed up on long-term sick should be able to work from home. This is a brainchild of, of Mel Stride, who yeah. is our uh, Works and Pensions uh, Minister, but sounds like someone who played for Sheffield United. He in does. It, it's a great name, Mel Stride. Or, or Mel perhaps, Stride. I wonder yeah. if he could have been in, in days gone by a sort of a band conductor of some kind. Yeah, or, or a country singer. Yeah, uh, Mel, Stride. Mel Stride. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but but no, you're you're absolutely right. They've put it off, and the reason they've put it off, it won't come in until 2025. So it won't come in at all because we won't have a Tory government then. Uh, no, Richard Sunak wishes to avoid being called callous and heartless by the various ghastly NGO people mm. who always crawl out of the woodwork on occasions like this. Yes, they really do, because we got a lot of that as well. Why are you picking on the, the poor and the vulnerable? You know, what about all those Tories, the people that get contracts and all, you know, there's no kind of, there's no kind of sense out there whatsoever. You know, they think it's no. fine. You know, of course, all Tories are evil and everybody who is uh, on the sick and claiming benefits uh, yeah. is absolutely genuine. 
No, absolutely right. Absolutely right. And it's always been like that. Mm. It really it's is. the same sort of stuff. It's the same sort of stuff you get from the NGOs over the migrants coming here. You know? Yes. No, no, no. They're, there's women and children and they're, they're all potential brain surgeons. Yes. Well, it is rather ironic, as a few people have pointed out to me today, that we're getting our uh, knickers in a right old twist about this one character who's escaped from Wandsworth. And yet, yes. at the same time, hundreds yes. of people are arriving on the shores <laughs> of Dover without anybody with any clue as to who they are. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and probably 10 times worse than old Danny. Yeah. Or what I mean, it just it beggars belief. Let's talk about the weather, though, because I see you've, uh, you, you haven't been able to resist writing about it. It is a, a, a hilarious, isn't it, that uh, just because we've got some hot weather, everybody's panicking. Um, I've, I've got a couple of messages from people who said that their schools have said, you know, if, because of the hot weather, if you wish to pick up your child uh, at lunchtime instead of waiting what? until three o'clock, you know, what? because of the heat, uh, please feel free to do so. Well, it hasn't even been very hot. I mean... It's been pleasantly warm. Well, exactly right. <laughs> I, I, it, I just find it incredibly depressing. That on, on the one hand, the thing that's depressing is, you know, you get a bit of nice weather after, you know, two months of pretty much appalling weather. Yes. Uh, for summer. And suddenly summer makes its late appearance. And the weather forecasters pirouetting around on front of their stupid green screens start telling you not to go out because you'll shrivel up and die mm. and the elderly will drop dead in the street. And it, it becomes, just tell us what the weather is, mate. Yeah. You know, just, well, yeah, but also the other thing they've started doing, and, and, and even newspapers have started it now, is saying it could reach the heights of It could reach today. the heights of, You know, yes. so it's yes, not just right. few want to scorch you anymore. It's now what it might be. Because that was what happened yeah. all through that kind of you know wildfire period in uh, in the, in the in the summer when Rhodes was on fire and everything else. And they were saying it's going to be forty eight degrees, and it and then he yeah. read it and it and said it could reach as high as forty eight degrees. Well, yeah, if you're measuring it with a thermometer on a piece of metal which you've held right into the sun, you know, for the next yeah. half for the last half an hour, you know, there's a lot of scammery going on here. There's a lot of scammery and a lot of hyperbole, and the hyperbole is based on the fact that you can. Is that there's a kind of almost infinite variety of records that could be broken. So, the longest dry spell, the longest hot spell, the longest the, a month with a hot spell, a day with a hot spell, a week with a hot, etc. So every virtually every temperature which occurs in this country breaks some kind of record somewhere because there are a kind of infinite variety of them, which is why you get this hyperbole on the BBC and why you get this hyperbole from the weather forecast. I, I don't deny climate change at all. Mm. Uh, I, I think it's 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 happening and it's you know uh, at least partially caused by us. Yeah, uh, not me and you, Mike. But um, well, I'm but, trying. I'm doing my best, uh, Rod. To be yeah. honest, you know, I'm mean, <laughs> driving around and around as much as I can. I try to go the yeah. long way whenever I can. We all do that. You know, <laughs> I like revving up at the lights. You know, eating as much red meat as possible. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But. Um, but I, I, what what always makes me just have these quivers of doubt is the is the kind of overreach the the way they the, the way it is hammered into your face every single time you look at the weather forecast and uh, or read any story about the climate uh, that, that it's just over in the pudding I think it really is stay where you are Ron if you can we want to come back and talk about Donald Trump wanting to debate uh, Meghan Markle which I think uh, might be quite a big box office event if it was ever to happen uh, Ron Dillard's here we're coming back with him don't forget there'll be a podcast later on as well uh, of this particular half hour of the show uh, this is Talk TV 
on the app, on your mobile, Talk Radio and Talk TV. Welcome back to the Independent Republican Mike Graham right here on Talk TV. Ian Collins coming up, of course, at one o'clock. Uh, right now, though, we are talking uh, to, of course, Rod Little, uh, whose column in The Sun today uh, is a belter as ever. Uh, there's a new story, though, that we haven't got in the column, and that is, uh, it says, right on cue, LGBTQ, as in K-E-W, apparently they're going to have a woke Kew Gardens celebration of queer fungi and plants. Um, the show will challenge traditional expectations, apparently. You fancy it? No, I've, I've written about this for The Spectator this week. Um, it's uh, it's hilarious, mate. I mean, you ought to read the blurb. Um, they've, they've got a series of drag acts, trans vocalists, and a man called uh, Bisexual, uh, Bicurious George, ah. uh, who will uh, morph into a queer animal uh, halfway through his, his performance. Uh, and, and And very, very handily, and I'm, I'm grateful to them for this, uh, there's a lot of performers, and Q Q Gardens has very kindly uh, appended what gender pronouns they prefer mm. to have used uh, when the, when they're appearing. Uh, it is imbecilically stupid, yeah. in my opinion. I mean, it, it, it is. They're not there to to look at the plants, to look at the fungi, to look at the uh, at the giant ferns. They're there to say, "I'm gay." you know, and I'm really proud of it. It's another exercise in kind of corporate narcissism. It really um, is. And where does uh, this stuff come from? Because we found out over the course of the last sort of few weeks, I suppose, and months that, you know, this Stonewall kind of um, hegemony has taken over somewhat uh, everything that, that is out there, yeah. from, from Clifford Chance, the law firm, to, um, you know, Coop's Bank, to every local council, to everywhere there seems to be, um, uh, even the hotel business, there's a sort of uh, um, a, a list that you can get yourself on uh, for being... Um, able to coalesce with all of these kind of woke ideals um, and apparently the more woke you are the better but why does Kew Gardens need to be woke? Well it doesn't, I mean Kew Gardens is there to curate uh, beautiful plants, that's its job, Yeah. but as with all of these corporate entities they feel that that's insufficient, like the museums mm. uh, they, they no longer feel that that, 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 that is sufficient for their <clears throat> standing in society and so they start <clears throat> grandstanding effectively yeah. on slavery or Black Lives Matter or LGBTQI issues. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many people go to this uh, Kew Gardens thing. Mm. Yeah. I hope none. I think uh, sometimes they're going to find that they've just sort of overreached, and, and in the end, you know, because, because but, yeah. but again, we've seen with with places like uh, with with Coots and with NatWest and other banks where they've just said to people, "We don't want your business." It doesn't seem as though business is what they're about anymore. Uh, it's about wokery in the same way that uh, Wix. Remember, the head of Wix said he didn't want yeah. people in uh, shopping there who might be transphobic. Well, why are you turning business away? Yeah, well, they're doing that because of the new ethos, which is that. Businesses must, must accord with everything that Stonewall says. Yes. Uh, and everything, uh, I, I forget the title of it, but there is this little section uh, where businesses now have to be... Uh, 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 yeah, it's three uh, letters, isn't it? It's sort of it's diverse, equality, diversity and inclusivity. I think it's EDR. Yeah, and they, they have to be at the forefront of a, of a whole bunch of shibboleths and ideas, yeah. which pretty much no one in the country agrees with. No. Stonewall. Exactly. I mean, this is a, this is the point. Uh, I would never go in Wicks again, just as I will never go to Costa Coffee again. No, 
No, I mean, and your life will not be any the worse for it, to be honest. No, no, it'll probably substantially better, actually. As you'll, I'm not you'll, going to you'll absolutely yeah. be able to get by. Let's talk about the Trump-Markle um, uh, scenario, because this could be um, something that would cheer everybody up at the end of a pretty dismal year, wouldn't it? It would be hilarious. Uh, I mean, these are both people who I think are profoundly intellectually challenged, uh, but particularly uh, Meghan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the rather cool thing it does is it, 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 it is, in a sense, America's civil war boiled down to two people. Yes. You know? uh, it's the MAGA-hatted Donald Trump who still has majority support within the Republican Party amongst Republicans. Every voters. week it's going up even more, isn't it? Every week it's going up because, of course, quite cleverly, uh, the Democrats and the lefties understand that his vote will go up the more they throw charges at him yeah. because people smell a rat. Mm. Uh, and they don't want to stand against someone in uh, uh, in the next presidential election whose competence, such as, um, uh, such as Ron DeSantis, for mm. example, or... or uh, or anyone else for right. that matter. Because I, I think probably almost any candidate other than would win uh, an election against Joe Biden. You, you know, well, I, you'd uh, like to think so. But yeah, it's, sure. It's quite hard to call, really, because, I mean, I know just from talking to friends of mine over there, some of them Democrats who say, you know, if it's Trump-Biden, they'll vote for Biden. But if it was Trump-DeSantis, yeah. they'd vote for DeSantis. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. I think I think that's true of an awful, awful lot of voters. Um uh, and especially those, actually, um, oddly enough, on the um, on the left of the of the Democrat Party, that those who the old blue collar workers who voted for Bernie Sanders, mm. um, uh, there was an awful lot of switchover from Sanders to Trump. Yeah, far more than you know from uh, Biden to Trump. Um, yes. So, yeah, no, and, and it's fascinating. But the, the the great thing is that is that is that Meghan. Uh, being inane will show the sheer paucity of intellectual clout mm. that underpins the, the the progressive agenda in the USA. Oh, and, and she will be and she will be full, no doubt, of, of uh, advice for uh, for Donald Trump, and also be be being told by all her friends, "Oh, you could beat Donald Trump in a debate." Which I'm sorry to say, I don't think she could. No, no, I don't think she could. It does annoy me a little bit that she has been bigged up in this way. Yes. Um, because you know there there must be intelligent voices on the left in 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 the USA. Uh, I mean, we know there are. There are some, yeah, but they're not interested in politics, unfortunately. I mean, they'll talk about it and they'll write about it, but they won't get into it. Yeah, yeah, no, sure, sure. Um, uh, and uh, you know, it, it's it's giving more grist to the mill that that that, that this woman is is worthy of any attention whatsoever. Yeah. Whereas everything we've seen from her. Through her duplicity, uh, the the yeah, barefaced lying, frankly, yeah. um, um, and and the inanity of her comments, uh, the vapidity of her lifestyle, and and how she goes about her life, it's something which should really not attract that much attention anymore. But no. we are, so are we not? And I, I suppose I'd sit down and watch it just for a laugh. I think Donald Trump, yes, but certainly not the latest sort of production on the Invictus Games, which doesn't have, seem to have made it into the top 10 of Netflix no, releases. No, indeed. Uh, so that's indeed. Rather, uh, rather a body blow indeed. to the two uh, beautiful people of Montecito. But there we are. This is Rod. Great to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed. Rod Little's column in the sun today. Uh, also look out for him in the Sunday Times and The Spectator too. Bit of breaking news. Nottinghamshire police are preparing to launch an investigation
uh, into maternity cases of potentially significant concern at Nottingham University Hospital's NHS Trust, according to Chief Constable Kate Maynell. Is this another scandal about to break uh, in the NHS? We'll bring you more on that uh, after this on Talk TV. Across the UK, online and on DAB, the independent republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio. So if you enjoyed that, be sure to catch the whole show 10 to 1, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio, via DAB, online or via the Talk Radio app. If you have an opinion on the stories we cover, we'd love to hear from you. Call us 0344 499 1000 or tweet at Talk Radio during the show to have your say. The Independent Republic of Mike Graham on Talk Radio.